I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Uh, so, girlies, we have a fun little competition that we are announcing. Yay! <laughs> the, the YouTube YouTube-y thing Yay. that I always add in now. Maybe I, I can add like it in on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we are in the middle of finalizing our designs for our new merch, which is going to be available exclusively at our sold out fucking Vicar Street headline show on the 16th of November if you have your tickets you know all about it if you don't have your tickets I'm sure you also know about it because you want to get fucking tickets who knows you might get your hand on one but that ain't my problem bitch (laughs) (laughs) ain't my problem bitch (laughs) but here we are I feel gooky gooky crazy um, girls what we do want to do is we have had obviously our merch now on Teespring for a year and loads of you guys have bought it and we are so thankful for everyone that has bought it and we realise that you might not live in Dublin you might be able to come, not be able to come to our show to get some of our new amazing merch so to so. get you guys some hands on not only some of our new merch but also a little care package from Lindsay and me uh, contents to be decided on but they will be lit to the clit we yeah. are challenging every single person <clears throat> who has bought our merch in the last year to post a picture on instagram of you wearing our merch now it doesn't have to be a bloggery here's the it girls podcast tote it can just be a picture of you living your life with the merch included the merch can be star, star of the show but it has to be on your grid not in a story because we want a permanent that we can put it on our website yeah so from now until Let's say the show's on the 16th, 14th of November is the closing date. I've just decided it right there on the spot. Okay, stunning. You guys are going to post a picture on Instagram. If you've already posted one, you'll be included in the entry. We've seen it. We have it up on our website. Yeah. Um, tag us, tag It Gals Podcast so that we can see it. Make sure your profile is on public because if it's on private, we can't see it. So go on public, girlies. Even if you're tagged. Yes, can't see them. Enragingly so. So... If you post one of these, you'll all automatically be entered into the competition and we'll be choosing three winners and we'll be sending you out these super cute and sexy It Gals care, care packages. packages. With our new merch, which I've signed and it's so sick. It is the new merch so is cute. Sick. It's an the original octaves. drawing by Lindsay, as always, and no one else is going to be wearing this shit. And It's really like, sexy. It's so sexy. It's so It Gals, but it's not something that's so branded that you can't like... 
you know, because we always like want our merch to be more like kind of like a line of clothing, not so much like, like standalone podcast. Yeah, you know, we didn't want it to be like our faces or like the um, little thing that we use, like our little illustration that we use for Icals or whatever. We wanted to be just like exclusive for anyone to wear and inclusive. So like it's unisex, it's sexy, and it could be in a fucking shop. Dare I say yeah, it Maybe it be. will be someday Maybe Probably 2020 is Zara our year Zara will be ripping off our shit <laughs> So but, um, To run over the uh, thing Just one more time If you've bought some of our merch Over the past year Post a photo on Instagram Not on story But on the feed Tag us And that's about it And you'll be automatically entered If you've already posted one We've been posting them On our story recently You guys are automatically entered You're already in And if you haven't got merch Go onto our website And there is a link to our shop And you can get the hoodie Mm -hmm. Or the sweatshirt Which we both got recently And we like cropped it It's really cool We love seeing how you guys Style it too Yeah You're styling it deadly You could just pick up A little tote And take a picture of that However you choose to do it Get your merch Get your little pick of it up and I'm high one, a care package. So fun. Just in time before Christmas. Like, so cute. So yeah. we'll be contacting you guys on the 14th of uh, November. So that is the closing date. So get buying, get taking pics, get a new picture on your feed. Maybe you're trying to make a new fella fancy you. Make him sure you let him know that you are wet. Guys woke. love our shit. They do. So Both like, our fellas are wearing our hoodies. Constantly. Loving the hoodie. Absolutely loving it. So girlies, sex, sexy shit. Girlies and boysies, <laughs> get out there. And daisies. And <laughs> everything in betweensies. Uh, make sure you post your pictures and we'll be choosing. And go lo- if you're confused, go on our Instagram and I'll have a post up with all the rules and regulations of which there are very few. Yeah, so keep an eye, Insta. peep the IG. So girlies, this week we have been, we were talking the other day because basically on Netflix, the first Sex and City movie was added. So I watched it and I was like texting Jenny. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking ridiculous. I was like five minutes in. I was like, I'm cringing at this. And then we decided to kind of do a podcast based on the movie, but like marrying, because it was such a massive deal yes. when this movie came out because it had been like, what, four years or something since the series had ended yeah, from what I remember. Three or that. four. Let me fact check that quickly. Go on, Lindsay. But um, so obviously the series had come to an end and it was like, when Sex and City came to, uh, to an end, it was such a hugely popular show. Oh my God. I remember like, like, it was, you know, well, Sex and the City and The Sopranos, they say, were the two shows that made modern TV and HBO a thing. HBO were just, were home box office thing. They just basically, it was kind of like Netflix. You could like get movies and they made Sopranos and Sex and the City and those two shows were so big because Sopranos, their two fan bases basically covered everyone. It was like the gays and the gals of Sex and the City, the kind of people in the, like the straights and all loved the Sopranos, but they also had crossovers, like everyone kind of liked both. So they yeah. basically just got so big. Um, but yeah, it was like, I remember hearing that it was coming, the um, f- the movie and the finale. I remember the finale coming up and it was the first time I ever heard people freaking out for a finale of a TV show. It's very modern. Yeah, it was four years, 2004 it ended. So it was like, I remember I used to babysit for my neighbours and that's where I'd watch Sex and the City. It was on Friday night. And I used to watch it because like my mom would be wrecking my head. I'd be having I'd be having to uh turn it on and off, like my mom coming in and everything like, What's that? And Samantha's like on top of some fucker and I'm like, Have the news, go away. She's like, Why are you watching that porn? I'm like I love this show. Please let me watch it. So I babysat around the corner and I could watch it in peace without like 
my ma coming in and wrecking the buzz and telling me to turn it off even though I was fully well well should have been able to watch what I want but YOLO um, so it was so fun it was like so this guilty pleasure and I remember like hearing that the last series is going to be the last and it yeah. was just like why because there's only like what six six seasons, seasons. <clears throat> and it's re- which is really not a lot when you look at like modern TV shows there's like 15 seasons or yeah you know that way like it's so, so watchable many. like usually like look at Friends there's like hundreds of episodes yeah. and like endless episodes and stuff like that like we very much followed like a specific point of their lives yeah, do you know the yeah, way like yeah, you didn't yeah. so it was like really sad and it was obviously a really sad ending and bawling and then you thought it was over for good and then there was always rumours of a movie coming I think yeah. for years and years it was like this is the year and that's the year and this is the year and then I remember it funny I was in <clears throat> I was in sixth year um, and I remember hearing that it was coming out and I'd watched Sex and the City I'd never really watched it like because um, the box set was so expensive really box sets back then for TV for DVDs were like 150 yeah. like crazy pricey so I would watch it when I could it was on Comedy Central at like 10pm yeah so I would just kind of watch it when I could I never really got the full linear of the story like it okay. was the odd time that you'd catch a few episodes in a row but I'd watched it kind of intermittently and then I remember hearing the movie was coming out and it was my 18th birthday that year and my boyfriend at the time got me the box set um, and it had the movie in it Oh okay So it was that um, It was a limited edition one That was brought out For Christmas Because my birthday Is around Christmas time So that was the first time That I had I don't think I got to see The movie in the cinema I think I was just a bit young That it was probably Expensive to go to the cinema Or something You were like in college So I was out Well oh, sorry, I yeah. had dropped out of college So I just had Rilo It was 2008 That's when Rilo was born So I just had Rilo Feeling like a mini adult And all that kind of stuff And I was living in cabin randomly so basically we had a log cabin in cabin my parents did and um I was married and that kind of stuff and they were like okay well you can part-time live there mm-hmm. um because I don't think my nan it was before they were like you were moving into that apartment. yeah they were seeing the lease out whoever was there you were in between homes I as was they so I was in this log cabin in cabin and I'm um, bored out of my tits <laughs> like because you know I'm a mom breastfeeding away yeah new life yeah and all that kind of stuff and I didn't know anyone and stuff like that and then but I had one friend from college who lived in Dublin but we both went to see this movie that because we both fucking love Sex and City and we both went to see this movie in the cinema in Cavan and like I mean it was the cutest little thing ever because people it was such a thing like this movie was like such it's like a cult classic show that just went and everyone was like it was basically the ultimate girls movie it was because it was the ultimate and it girls was like show. you're dying to see how your friends are getting on like yeah. I mean you really did fall in love with these characters oh, and you yeah. didn't know like because the show ended on such a like cusp like I mean finally she gets with big yeah but it, then you're like now what happens I, I know do they stay together like, like, it's always been you you've been the one and then like yeah. you're like but Petrosk how did she get all her shit back from Paris <laughs> what the uh 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 and um so people were literally like women were dressing up like getting their cocktail dresses oh, so on and their little heels cute. and going to the cinema and everything and I was just jizzing for this cinema, for this show like I was like oh my fucking god I'm dying to see this and I remember sitting down and obviously like throughout the six seasons in Sex and City they never had changed the intro mm-hmm. so that was the first thing I was really inquisitive about mm. I was like I wonder are they just gonna put that intro with the iconic ballet um, little tutu yeah look are they just going to put that up so I think from what I remember it kind of it's kind of hip hop 
Yeah, it's, it's like bum bum bum. Yeah, it's kind of like a, dare I say a mashup, oh. which I feel is very two thousand and eight. It was so. I mean, I was like, so I sat down in the cinema and that came on, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can. It's like I guess I could. They couldn't do it for this. the movie, and then it was all these like pink bubbles, bubbles, stuff, yeah. yeah, being like. Charlotte was the da 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 and like it basically it yeah just... it showed like kind of um, throwbacks to the show yeah like pivotal points in the little bubbles it was like it was Charlotte like... being like Drake can't get it up and mm. then it would be like Harry being like until the she one found from... her one her prince and all yeah like Harry's one. reciting this kind of poetry style and like... then I guess it comes from that it's yeah so what was your before we go into the movie what were your first like out of the cinema what were your like was your like gut reaction were you like from the get-go I was like I'm not into oh this is not cute this is not Sex and the City yeah they that wouldn't have happened in Sex and the City like I mean I loved the fact similar to Friends like that they kept the same intro forever you know the way like Mm. we saw Carrie with different hairstyles but we always had that intro and it was just like and the perfect song and it's two seconds and then the bus goes by and she's on the bus so being in the cinema and seeing like that was instantly just a big change because it was mm. real like you know hip hoppy and then it just seemed so false. I feel like they shouldn't the have second. done the intro at all. Like if they're because I understand why they didn't because like it's a movie, it's not the TV show. Yeah. But then just don't do the intro. Then just start the movie as it. No movie has an intro, mm. so don't do the intro. Full stop. Yeah, you know that way. I think I liked the movie, and I think it was because, as I said, I had just got the box set, and I had watched all of them um, in like the order it's supposed to be watched. So I was so bought in on the narrative, and then by the time I got around to the, watching the movie, I think I just forced myself to love it. I was like, I love it. It was so good. You I think didn't want to be disappointed, and I think I was just that bit younger that it probably was still like I probably didn't have a very high bar. <laughs> it was probably just like any form of extra Sex in the City, yeah. Content. I mean, I, I was get. delighted that it was extra, yeah. Like, yeah. but I was just like, and I mean, it's interesting that podcast that we both listened to mm. where Mister Big and um, Chris Noth who plays him he's on the phone on this podcast and he was like, which is just so big of him. The boo, yeah, so him. That's big. <laughs> um, but he was like let's admit it the two movies were a flop he said they're corny and I and was like, like that is exactly they were corny it. and he I always mean, said because he always he said, made such a good point where he was like the the comedy in Sex and the City the TV show was so smart and subtle and real and like really well written but the comedy in the movie was like it was like slapstick slapstick like Charlotte's bloody shitting herself and she won't eat which like Carrie wouldn't laugh at but also in real life that was meant to be the one thing that cured Carrie of her laughter and like that in the in the TV show just isn't realistic so let's now um talk about where the different characters ended up this is how we're going to structure the episode girlies so if you haven't guessed already if you haven't watched the movie Sex and the City and you don't want spoilers don't listen to the episode because we are going to be talking about the full thing Um, but if you it's on Netflix is another reason why we are reviewing this because it's so easy to get they used to only have the second movie which we're not even going to approach Uh, but we are going to be talking about all the characters where their stories ended up if you think it's realistic etc etc so let's start off with Charlotte Charlotte when we left her was having fertility issues Mm -hmm. Um, and oh the last episode isn't it that's our baby 
when they get yeah. the picture of, yeah. of their daughter adopted daughter from China yeah so we are thrown thrust into uh, present day New York and Charlotte now has her daughter Lily who's like a four year old I guess <clears throat> really freaking cute really looks Perfect. like Luna Really She's wearing like these little ball gowns and like colouring yeah. while they're talking about sex. And we don't say sex, we say colouring. Yeah, which was... Just... I really stay in the lines with Big. Let's talk about that scene. Oh, Let's break it down. So there's a scene... Are you infuriating bitch. Like... <laughs> there's a scene where um, Miranda is having uh, problems with her sex life, which we'll get into and on her section. And uh, <laughs> there she's kind of saying like, how often do you guys have sex? And then uh, Charlotte is like... Miranda, we don't say sex. My four-year-old daughter's here. She might repeat the word sex, which isn't even a swear word, hon. I know. Um, so they all start talking about colouring and they're all going, uh, saying their things. Like, Charlotte's like, mm, maybe four times a week. And then, uh, what is it? Fucking Samantha's like, when it comes to colouring, I just can't get enough. I use every co- every marker in my pencil case. I know, it's <laughs> like, she's hilarious. And then Carrie. And Carrie's being all coy. She's like looking down. She's like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't. They go, what about you and Big? And she goes, uh-uh. Which I'm is like the epitome of sex in the city, the, the fucking show. And also, she's the sex columnist. I know. She's apparently written And these are her books. best friends. And, and the, she can't even just say, I wish I had a couple of The central week. part of the fucking show is called Sex in the and City. It's like about coy. It's about four women sitting down at that table in a fucking diner the same and diner they went to all the time and talking about their fucking sex lives and if you remember okay so Samantha I can't remember who it was with she was with some fucking dude and they were like so how was the sex and she oh it was Richard I think it was Samantha was seeing Richard and she wasn't talking about sex and they were like oh Samantha yes. likes a guy because she's not she wasn't just talking about him in the sexual yeah, sense she of wasn't like, objectifying exactly and then that's when she goes fine his dick is perfect Long, pink, perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. then she if just you, tries to remove her yeah. fancy and just be like, no, I just fancy the physical dick. She's I like, just love his big if dick. you must know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that was their like ridiculous attempt at being like, well, Carrie's really in love. So there she's not objectifying or making a mockery of their relationship by talking about sex openly. Which is just such a slap in the face to her friends because they're all talking about the men that they're married to. They all open up and she's like, not me. I have a bit of respect, and ladies. And then, which is the worst part, Carrie goes, oh. well, let's just I'll say, say with Big... We very rarely stay in between the lines. It's like, it's you're 55, what? bitch. Hanging you up on a sex swing every <laughs> night. <laughs> like, he's not. Uh, like, and also, that's just. Carrie, the- you SJP. So annoying. Like, yeah. how mad? Like, in the fucking show, she was the only one. Yes. Who, who didn't um, show nudity. Yeah. Charlotte, Miranda. Or sex scenes, really. She or sex scenes. She always kept her bra on and she was like that's kind of Carrie because she loves fashion so much that bitch and like your friends to do that in front of Charlotte and all your friends who were like oh just to be like oh my sex we all know that one bitch who's just like (laughs) oh you think that's kinky it's like okay shut up or you'll be like yeah I have sex four times a week they're like (laughs) four times at night for me yeah they're like oh it must be a dry spell that'd be a dry spell oh that wouldn't satisfy me me and himself are at it all the time it's like okay well I'm not shagging your fella. So Charlotte, Charlotte has the least amount of progression in her story. She basically, the biggest thing that happens to her is that she ends up having a biological baby. Which 
I mean, again, what a slap in the face to the yes. actual show. Yeah. What really frustrated me about that was like we'd been through the journey. So Charlotte was this perfect girl, mm-hmm. perfect marriage to Trey first, seemingly. Yes. Apart from like him not getting up in the barely shagging, but like, you know, the well, it was veneer a, of perfection. Yeah. Stunning home. He's yeah. a doctor. Rich as fuck. And the it two was, of them like waspy white kind of upper east siders. Like, yeah. And then what broke them down, which was a really nice kind of realistic aspect of Charlotte which the character didn't really get and Kirsten Davis is a brilliant actress by the yeah. way um, was her fertility issues and I'd say that that's kind of a topic that at the time probably wasn't I even now isn't really spoken about on TV like, and it's huge, huge right now like and it was in... so it was such a good reflection of the modern woman because women were having babies later at that time so totally. it was really really on the nose yeah. of and the time I, in the show as well she was saying which was it was amalgamated with the in the show at the same time that Miranda got accidentally pregnant via Steve and yes. was considering a, oh abortion and then she stunning storyline stunning storyline and then she like is fearful of how she can tell Charlotte because she's yeah. aware that she's been trying and it's not been going well and then she just you know has such, sex once with a broken ball such good writing though such there good so writing. many little topics they touched great on great writing but they missed a beat in those two scenarios as in in the movie where they glossed over or glazed over so flippantly being like oh turns out when I didn't put the pressure on myself poof got pregnant I know and it's like but you're also four years older like, doesn't happen though no and then she's pregnant and everything's great and then um, so I feel like they skipped to really integral female issues yeah. abortion and fertility yes because she didn't go ahead with the abortion now obviously they spoke yeah. about it but like Harry was shamed about her she yeah. was shaming herself about her abortion and that kind of stuff and yeah. it was just like Handled not well for such an iconic um, modern show. Even the fact mm. that like they made it a deal for Carrie to hide the fact that she had an abortion and she was. I think it was probably of its time though. I think looking at it now, like I think really you have to remember and it's probably hard for us as people who grew up with Sex in the City but I kind of grew up post Sex in the City because it was really only it started in 98 I was 8 you know that way so yeah. I wasn't really clued into like adult TV but it did pave the way in so many ways that I didn't even realise until I listened to that podcast about it but you know I you'd have to it's hard to know the context of them talking about abortion like how much was it being talked about was that I'm sure that was pretty groundbreaking even kind of talking about women admitting to have abortions on TV at that time like on mainstream TV yeah it's just the way that it was handled did even back then when I was watching it mm-hmm. when it was coming out left a weird taste in my mouth because I was like she's in the clinic and she's about to go and then she doesn't and it and then also mixed in with like the only one who was owning her choice was really Samantha because so what you didn't like how I don't really get what you didn't like about it I just felt like they missed a beat like I mean she's chooses she's going to have an abortion yeah. but then she's in the abortion clinic with Carrie and then she's like can't go through with it so yeah. I just felt it was a bit shamey oh personally okay. and then because it was also matched with um, like I said like Carrie Lied to Aiden when he's yeah. like, "Have you ever had one?" She's like, "No, no, not 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 me, never, no." And then he was like, "Oh, see, I, I kind of like the kind of girl or something." I just felt it was a bit random. I kind of liked it because I thought it was realistic. Because I think it's like unrealistic to show like 
everyone's sticking with their their thoughts and everyone's standing by their abortion like I think it's completely normal mm. to sway in between the two and I think it's I think you can also not have guilt over having an abortion but if someone asks you that you might not like be that serious with or even if you have a serious boyfriend you might you're not really entitled you're not like entitled to tell them you know so I thought it was quite I thought it was dealt with kind of realistically as in there was a couple of different ways that people dealt with it that she was Miranda was very headstrong about that she was going to terminate the pregnancy but then she just changed her mind and that's also okay and that Samantha stood by hers through and through Carrie stood by hers but was a little bit weird about it around her boyfriend I thought that's kind of an honest way of portraying different women's experiences you know that way maybe yeah I just felt like for such a groundbreaking iconic show they could have maybe just I mean it was the only time really I think that abortion was brought up mm. in the six seasons yeah. and it's a sex show. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like yeah, I yeah. mean and casual lots of sex show. Yeah. You know that way. And it was just uh, like so I didn't feel like it was realistic in that sense of like they you know it just I felt like they condensed such integral aspects of like reality in a really short space and muddle muddied it with like choosing to have a baby and the fertility problems. Do you know the way? I mm. felt like it could have been spread maybe throughout a little bit more. Um, but anyway, but then, back on the movie. So that's just where I felt like it really just did. A, yes, I agree with you. In you that, know, definitely. a bad, it just reflected badly on the journey that we'd been through with It just did Charlotte. it dirty. It was just and like. It just, I mean, if I was, was a woman going through fertility problems and could relate to the show. Yeah. And felt a little bit of comfort in someone like, you know, because Charlotte was the perfect princess kind yeah. of person. And that that happened. And then we're like, oh. Turns out it didn't actually happen to her because she got pregnant and she's grand, and there was no yeah. reason. Like she was just like start stopped trying. And it's just like yeah, well, it's unrealistic. Even if you think of it factually, like if she was like thirty four mm. and was severely in, like she said that there was something wrong with her uterus and she wasn't. I don't know. There was some sort of actual infertility there. You don't get more fertile when you're thirty nine. Like, and it's not but she kind of put on like oh on I was making myself anxious yeah. because I was trying and I was so obsessed with it even though in the show we know she went to the doctor and they gave her a fertility test and they said that it was almost and, like, impossible like she was married to a doctor and and she was also told she was it was almost mm. impossible for her to get pregnant so which is obviously that happens people so it did I thought that did an injustice to Charlotte and it was just a stupid way of wrapping up and it also just made her like, once again like only important for babies like the whole the whole part of that storyline for Charlotte was interesting because Charlotte for once in her freaking whole arc of a storyline of Sex and the City kind of had to like face something a bit more real she never really it was always just about men and mm. wanting to get a husband and she was always quite a shallow character and that kind of gave her a lot of depth going into yeah, like the sixth did. season and it was really interesting her then meeting Harry and you know like her kind of Changing her whole outlook we saw on lots life. of growth with her Yeah, yeah And then like, it just Brought it back to like Non-growth It was just like I know It was just such a dumb conclusion Yeah And it was It, it very much just swept The whole thing under the rug It so, was like grand Yeah Oh we'll get a pregnant perfect There was no reasoning for yeah. it I mean it could have been interesting Possibly if they had brought in A case of like That she did get pregnant And she wasn't sure to keep it because she's older or something or, or like if she was like well I have how am I like you know a blended family with an adopted child mm. and your biological child how would that feel as a parent would you feel guilty yeah they didn't to touch on adopted any child or something like that it just could have been interesting but yeah it yeah. was like it was just oh, I'm pregnant yeah. yay yay here's the baby popped it out like nothing Um, so Miranda's storyline so Miranda the last time we saw her her and 
Steve were moving out to Brooklyn yeah. uh, to start this new life like she kind of realised that she can't be living this city girl lifestyle with the yeah. family and she kind of you know she did that for Steve as well because he was like let's go to Brooklyn and she was like I did it for Steve and that was really realistic because they yes. couldn't buy a family home in you can't raise Manhattan. kids in the city like it's so, just like <laughs> and I mean we had seen like the stresses of their friendship like Miranda and Carrie were probably like the bestos yeah they were besties um and obviously Carrie was going off to Paris and like Miranda wasn't sure about that she didn't really like Alexander Petrovsky I can never say his name but um and she was like you're moving to Paris for him she's like you moved to Brooklyn so it was that Mm. kind of like I like that it was realistic because like it was them like saying goodbye to their easy lives where they could see each other all the time Mm. and were like city gals and stuff it's like it was their life was changing Um, and then obviously Steve's mum she was yeah getting her kind of she was early signs of dementia were coming in those scenes were beautiful really good and then remember I watched that episode it was in the the final two episodes I watched them recently um, where uh, Miranda's like bathing the mum and oh, the, the nanny comes in she goes what you do that is love oh I know so I bought and then she's like don't tell Steve it would just and I'm like yeah. oh she's doing it so selfishly yeah so that was beautiful and we loved Steve everyone loved Steve Steve's an angel so now what we have we see is um, I think one of the first kind of scenes you see them all together is when they're out for dinner and Miranda's just portrayed as a cunt to be honest they just mm. turned her into like horrible like they're like, out for dinner and she's like where the hell's the bill and like the nanny just got her food and Steve's like oh, come on Let come Mark on the eat. Mark the hasn't even had a dinner you <laughs> <laughs> good Steve impression and then she's Hello, like Steve. I fucking have to work Steve and it's like okay guys why don't we okay I can see a really easy solution here Miranda you piss off home Steve will stay and pay like I don't see why we're having a fight but I think they were very much making yeah. it out that Miranda is the man of yeah. the relationship she's paying she's you know married to her job more yeah. so so Miranda is now yeah as you said married to her job blah 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 her and Steve are kind of it's kind of pretty much shown to us that they ain't not really getting along um, but they have a little fight he kind of cheers her up so there's still the spark is there yeah um, and then they go home and they have sex and it's like I said to you, I was like, Miranda and Steve's sex scenes always grossed oh, me out. They Miranda's were, sex scenes Miranda's sex scenes. She really went for it. They, she was like sweaty in her hair, just the short hair for some reason. <laughs> short just always hair. so spiky. And that she's naturally blonde is so interesting because yeah. they couldn't have like three blondes and one brunette. So they, that's why they... And red really suits her. Yeah, really no, suits really her. Suits her. And um, so she like was they're having this sex their sex was always so visceral it was always like butt ass naked <laughs> like I was always like are they actually writing do you oh know what I mean oh my god like, I know and it was always like so <laughs> like and was, he's like slapping her leg and pulling like I mean it's like so she's like intense. sweating and shit it's like they must have like I know it's mad it's I don't know lot. the hair and makeup team chef's kiss well yes. done because you really made it look Drop like they were the fucking highlight but now in the movie Samantha or Miranda's like in a big moo moo t-shirt they're on the, she's on her, they're doing missionary which like rarely would you see them they always did like a spooning sex I, I do feel her yeah, and Steve yeah. and it was just kind of like <gasps> and then she was like oh, she was cringe. like don't stop don't stop and he was like turn over let me do you from a different position <laughs> I want to make a last one <laughs> he goes I want to make a she goes why can't we just get it fucking over and done with or something like that I know and I then it's like cringe. it's so cringy it's so fucking cringy 
So and it's basically like trying to illustrate that like they've been shagging for years. Yeah. There's no interest, you know. There's no like and he finally, excitement yeah. there anymore. And she's just like, let's just get this and in he and goes, out job. The one time we do have sex, you want to get it over with. Oh. And then she's like, we have sex. And he's like, the last time we had sex, there was snow on the ground. Oh, which is like mic drop. What month is it for reference? <laughs> it's the running stone. Oh my god! But looking fast forward so, to Carrie running through the snow. Yeah, and this is when they have that infamous uh, coffee table chat where Carrie shames her friend. Um, but what I actually thought that this was a realistic kind of storyline. Yeah. Um, because then it also it comes out that Steve cheats on Miranda. He shags someone <sighs> at the bar. And so he admits it to her and you can see he's broken about it and Miranda just dumps his ass. Now that I found unrealistic. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That's Miranda though. True. And they had broken up before, so it wouldn't it's not like they had this smooth yeah, sailing like breaking true. up was normal for them and she cut him off a lot and I'd say she was just like she's a, yeah she's a I mean we all have our boundaries like I would fucking find that hard I oh god she's who wouldn't I would find that absolutely devastating to your especially if your marriage is already being tested you know on the rocks kind of yeah like, when there's oh. kind of like an almost reason for him it's like okay I'm not giving you enough sex so you fucking got it somewhere else yeah so. and then it's like if this happens again are you going to be going off shagging I, I did think it was a good of all the storylines I thought Miranda's one yeah was the most I could believe it it was shocking mm. yeah it was believable and it was like realistic because you know it's, it's a long term relationship it's marriage and he's in the bar like it made sense and it was just like wow and then so she dumps his ass and um, then how do they get back again okay so then I think what happens is is like fast forward towards the end of the show Miranda is trying to force Carrie to get back with Big and she's just like I don't know if I can forgive him or they're having a fight or something and then she's like and just so you know I think that what you did to Steve was way too much like she basically just like said like you she was like you were too something it's hard you just dump him kind of yeah 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 that's so you Miranda and she's like so I think in terms of like character progression like it very much that is Miranda yeah she would do that yeah like I'm out you know yeah 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 and um I think definitely we see their friendship growth and mm. their strength in friendship with Carrie and Miranda, how they do help each other through stuff. And we see like that Miranda is, it's like New Year's and they're both in, 
they're single mm. oh, and yeah, Carrie like scene. trudges out in the most ridiculous fucking outfit through the <laughs> snow with that old Jan like, whatever that fucking Scottish song yeah, is and that was very reminiscent of when they went over in the series to Miranda's apartment yes. when she thought she had a ghost and they yes. slept over and they ate Oreos and it was a very cute moment cutesy tootsie um, so yeah I like that we saw the growth with the friendship mm-hmm. and with their relationship because then they worked out in the end and they both met at, at the bridge and it was beautiful we're delighted oh the bridge yes the bridge scene so and it's cute. just so cute because um, they are like a soulmate vibe but I, yeah I did think overall Miranda's story like it was good for her like it was it a, was good because she was also able to swallow her pride it kind of showed the progression of that that she was able mm. to be like okay like because sometimes that does happen especially in marriages that people just need some time apart to even just to digest process yeah digest what happened and you don't know what you get till it's gone sometimes. it was a lot in the terms of like that she I found it random the one random thing about Miranda in the movie was that she just quit her job like that why didn't she quit her job at the start when Brady is like yeah this was was that in the movie or maybe I'm thinking of the second movie am I I don't don't think she quit her job because remember she's like they're like we're going to Mexico and she's like I have work and she like brings her laptop and all with her Mm. she didn't quit her job Maybe I'm thinking of the second movie. Remember, remember when, like, Brady, he's like, you gotta quit that job. And then Brady um, has some, like, show and tell thing in work or in school. And she makes it. And she's like, I never make it. I never make it. Oh, yeah. I don't think that. Maybe. I'm anyway. Anyway, sorry. That Gary. is not Miranda. Derailing. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So now, before we get into the juice, the meat, dare I say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear us right there, huh? Samantha. <laughs> so Samantha. <laughs> I actually gotta do. Um, so Samantha, you haven't been since I said that. No, I've been very paranoid. Samantha's uh, storyline. When we left Samantha, she oh she was uh, recovering from cancer because I remember I only watched the season finale very recently and she does that speech where she whips off her wig and oh. she's like, "Is it fucking hot in here?" Is it and then they're me? all whipping off their wigs. And, and her, beautiful. yeah, and her and Smith are basically admit that they love each other because he's like, "I'm not just here because of the something." Like he's like, "I actually care for you" because he like stays with her through the chemo yeah. and she finds out that he all this kind of and shit. And he buys the flowers and, he and the flowers bloom and they're riding. Yeah, and they're basically Samantha's falling in love. Now fast forward four years She has basically become his full time manager Agent everything She's moved her PR agency out to Hollywood He is a highfalutin actor In some yeah. sort of TV series So he's working away right They're living in Malibu In this stunning gaff mm-hmm. um, But Samantha seems to still Make it home for her girls um, yeah. <laughs> And she pops She's kind of bi-coastal vibes That annoyed me a bit The whole like it was constant Like yeah. Samantha's here Clearly home a lot I know And it was just like I could do without that Like excitement When it's She's clearly rich It's not that expensive For a flight She's clearly home quite a lot Yeah I just felt that Was peppered a lot It was like Yay Do you know what I hated Which I thought was just So unrealistic Mm. That Samantha was Carrie's best Best woman Maid of honour she gave the maid of honor suite to the rehearsal dinner for her and Big. I'm like, Miranda would be the. Mm. I'm like, why? Unless is she Sam- just chose Samantha because she's better at organizing. No, but like, I think I think I could give a good organizing to Miranda. She would be moany then at event that stage, manager. Though. Yeah, I guess. You know. But um, that's a side note. So then Samantha's storyline. What happens is is like it's really weak. The weakest. It's yeah, so for sure. weak. It's like lazy as fuck. Um, two of the big 
big things happen to her <clears throat> and I use that term loosely number one she breaks up with her boyfriend number two she puts on about three pounds oh, what really really frustrated me is that they reused scenes so she broke up with Smith the same way she broke up with Richard oh my god yeah which was like so weak you're trying to really make us love this movie by just reusing and my waddying down scenes like she broke up with Richard she was like I love you but I love me more but it was just made sense because like yeah. she was and it, I just I never really believed the her and Smith story I just didn't I believed the her and Richard story more yeah that's what I mean <clears throat> like I mean the her and Richard story made sense because like they were both in the same business mm. like they're both like they, they were, were like each other's equal Totally. But like Smith is like, you're telling me that she met him when he's just a waiter and then he gets this huge fame around all these ridey girls and he sticks with... His 50-year-old girlfriend. I doubt, hon. And even their breakup just didn't make any sense. It was like the the breaking point was that she covered herself in sushi for Valentine's Day and he was late from work and she got enraged. Now, the Samantha that we all know and love... Would probably respect not okay. First of all, she yeah. would is his agent and his manager. She'd know he's going to be late. <laughs> yeah, she clearly manages his entire life. Number two, she would be like, "Okay, honey, go get that bread." Like the Samantha, the mm. good Samantha character we know wouldn't care about that but shit, also, and she wouldn't be like so desperate to be like links. It's just like, and also like they just they again whittled her down to like the kind of veneer of her character that she was sex obsessed and that she kind of wanted to get back out and riding like again is that realistic Mm. for a woman of her age who has a hot piece of ass and like it just made basically made that like no Samantha didn't have any progression whatsoever she's still just a freaking nymphomaniac love doesn't really mean that much to her a man who she's been with for the past like eight years doesn't you know what I mean it was just so like Ugh. And then the fucking weight gaining storyline. I'm sorry. That one. And like, you know me, I'm not a body positive. I know. I'm not a fan of, and I'm not like this whole like fat shaming, but dear God, watching that now. It's mad how like. Uncomfortable. And obviously since like Sex and the City has like rebirthed and everything, we're seeing things like problematic Charlotte. Problematic. Woke Charlotte. Yeah, Yeah. And that kind of shit. And it's like. Which is boring as fuck And it's like it's Because that's what makes the show So interesting And I mean I watch Friends And I'm like wow Like there's so much fat shaming there There's gay shaming constantly in Friends Like I mean It's just history You can't like Rewrite history It's an encapsulation of what was acceptable at the time And no one You know So anyway what happens is Like she breaks up with Or no she's in Unhappy in a relationship with Smith And she says She comes home to like do something in Carrie's apartment I can barely remember what point in the story this was and uh, she's put on I mean maybe two pounds on her tiny frame like they basically just put a size four trouser on Kim Cattrall when she's a size six yeah and like they're all <laughs> and they're all like <gasps> biatches and they're all going oh <gasps> They all Their jaws well, drop hard to watch It's cringe The jaws drop When she walks in And they're like Oh And then That gay guy goes "Who Whose gut is that Or something like that Yeah And he's like Oh it's nice gut And then she's like What And then she's like What can I say I'm eating my feelings I'm so unhappy In my relationship I was like Oh my god That's... This is, is so gross And I, once again I'll say it for the, those In the back Who didn't hear me The first time <laughs> I'm not sensitive About that shit I think sometimes Fat jokes can be funny Like I think Joke about whatever you want, but that was just oh, like it was painful, especially like if well you're considering her, her age and like and how small she she's but ripped. also but also like of course you're going to gain 
pounds when you're getting older like for god's sake or just and then in they're life like in but general. they're shaming it yeah it's just like it's as if none of them have ever fluctuated in light yeah in weight in their entire life they're all like oh no we've all been the same size six for our whole and if you put life. on a few pounds drop it immediately or what's wrong or what like, the hell's going on we're just you? going to you're not okay as if anyone like as if i would walk in two pounds heavier and you your jaw would drop oh my god Oh, like geez, the oh, bottle again freaking hope so hell. it's being fat shamed um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean I just that whole scene was like I, yeah and uh, it was just so unnecessary it was like, unnecessary what did that give what were they thinking when they wrote that and I just like, you know, and also like they may as well have literally gone full slapstick and put her in a fat sumo suit and had her I walk mean, in or like have her you know what was that uh, film White Chicks where they have them all with all the prosthetics on yeah because like, that's how corny and stupid it was and it was it was similar to the whole like fucking uh, Charlotte shitting herself kind of storyline it was just like yeah it was like what this like, was never the humour never ever ever you never had slapstick but humor. I did realise in that scene I was like oh that's where Bridesmaids robbed that iconic scene from. Because hmm? in Bridesmaids is that big scene where the she shitting. shits herself. And I was like, oh, they basically just robbed that from the Sex and City movie. Weird. Uh, so let's end it off. We've got about 20 minutes left um, on Carrie. So obviously this was the main story. She's yeah. the main gal. So, I mean, five minutes in the movie, I was like <laughs> sending Jenny videos. I was like, I can't fucking believe because like I, when I first watched Sex and City I think we all did I, you all wanted to be Carrie yes. like, she's so cool she's so pretty she has her little apartment I want my apartment to be like she's hers sex co- everyone wanted to be a fucking sex columnist there for a while oh my god I know <laughs> Tracy Cox she's the only one really who's still going um, slow never guys like, she's kind of cool. still going oh for a play for a play um, but so it starts off where she's again just in no way realistic now what I think they did there's aspects of obviously the show and the Mm -hmm. series which were just didn't make sense and I remember Patricia Field saying that she the fashion was never meant to make sense like Carrie's wage realistically would never be able to and it didn't matter it just that that was the that was the main thing that wasn't realistic yeah also I guess that they're always just bopping around but drinking it's a show. cocktails but that like I mean the yeah. part, you could forgive it but for the fashion that was the point where like I don't need or want that to be realistic yes that was the beauty of it like yeah. I remember even in the last um, scene when she has that huge big tumbling chiffon dress mm. and they're like how the hell is she getting that over Dior to, like, dress Dior couture and, and like, she's meant to be wearing it out to dinner I know <laughs> out to dinner I mean the fashion can we just take a moment did you know that they made a Fendi um, ad with Carrie. No, from the baguette. Yeah. She like made the baguette. Mad. And there's like a group of girls going by and they're like, ooh, nice bag. And she turns around, it's a baguette. Oh my God. I know. So we, we wouldn't mad. have been getting them on the telly in Ireland. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very um, interesting. So where we left Carrie was obviously her choosing big. Big, cho- big choosing her. Big, I guess. Sorry. Excuse she me. She obviously more. wanted big and a big part of the reason for their breakup um, before was when she was going to be going away mm-hmm. in the series she was going to go away with Big and she had her little hat box and she was coming down the steps and she was like he's like come on come on the, the, the plane is nearly going get in the car get in, Raul get in the car <laughs> and she's like tell me I'm the one and he's like what <laughs> Carrie Carrie like, Carrie don't I can't Carrie, and then she don't. just got like bitch get what the, 
you're in love with this man. He's taking you away, to and you're like, Barbados tell me, I'm or the one. Wasn't it? He's like, Carrie. He's like, me, you, the Bahamas, two weeks. What do you say? <laughs> tell me, I'm the one. Like, no, get to Barbados or wherever the hell you're going first. I mean, yes, you fucking idiot. And then she doesn't go. Oh, so then finally he decides. She, oh, so cute. So little curly outfit. hair. And then he finally decides mm. after she's pissed off to Paris with he Alexander. That her. He's you're the one, Carrie. Carrie, it's you're the one. Been. And she's like, oh. I love the tripping moment. That is one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like crying when I saw him. Someone's beeping yeah. their fucking horn I think out it's there. so sorry. It sounds like we're in New York. It's okay. But that's yeah, the ambiance. Very ambiance. Um, so yeah, that's where we leave Carrie. Big chooses her. They are together. And then it cuts. And we find out his name, John, which they do say in the movie a few times. Um, John. Which is just like lazy as well. John. His name's John. Just keep it as big. We don't need John. John doesn't make us feel close to him anymore. Mm. So... Any more than we were like big Isn't it like Spencer ride. or something What's the second name Remember in when they're on They go on the uh, honeymoon They're like Here you go M- Mrs. Spectre They're like Here you go Mrs. Spectre no And they're way. like And they're all like Ouch Because like They oh, say it to Carrie yes Because yes, they, yes. they still think She's on her freaking honeymoon So it opens where they are looking for an apartment because mm-hmm, they've been browsing, browsing, browsing and can Carrie can't how, find anywhere with the closet space big enough. Can I just say how unrealistic that is as well? They're meant to be on and off for 10 fucking years. They're together now solidly for four and they still don't live together. She still has her apartment. It's still like, I have my apartment here. It's his apartment. It's just perfect. It's like, He's my boyfriend. Mm, they're not married. He's but like, also... It's New York. No one is like, I mean, it's not yeah. like that outrageous that they wouldn't be married. They're two 50 year olds with no kids. <laughs> and also, like, he's it's been married. 2008. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, the woman showing them around the house. They're not married. Yeah, he's like, here's for your wife. Not married. He's my boyfriend. So, can we I'm talk? I'm a little old. <laughs> your boyfriend. And she's like flouncing around, and then they're like, I mean, okay. And she's doing all her like carry slurs, her little kind of like, Quips Quips and da, 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 da. Which, To be honest Going out with that for eight years I can see how you dump her Jesus oh, Christ That's annoying Please Always has a little answer back So they're in this fucking apartment And then she's like Lucky number 33 And he's like Number 33 I like it And it's a kip <laughs> And then they go she, They're like This is the most So unrealistic Like they're like They've obviously given a budget And that's why all the apartments Are shit that they're looking at Because they're going on Carrie and his budget combined Not yeah. his own budget And then The realtor goes well, I do have another apartment to choose from, but it's a little bit out of your budget. And they're like, we'll have a look. It's not even on the market yet. And they go into the elevator and they press the P for penthouse. Like, <laughs> I can't. And this like, is like the start of the fucking movie. And so, and they look at each other like, huh? And they're like, oh. And like then she's nod. so annoying when she gets, she's like, heaven? Okay. I've reached heaven. Your wife has a sense of humor. Not my wife, my boyfriend. It's just like it's just unbearable. They're like floundering around this fucking apartment, and then she's like like, the biggest apartment I've ever seen in any standard ever. Never mind New York, where they're all stunning, stunning, stunning apartment. And then she's like, "Why is this up for sale?" Like divorce, divorce. And then she's like, "Uh "Why would you get divorced when you're oh?" And she sees the closet. She's like, "Now I get what." Like again, her annoying. Okay, now I get why the where she does her black scent. It's like yeah. a problematic bitch. I wear ghetto gold for fun. Remember that? Okay. Um, so um, and then he goes, and then he goes. She sees the closet and she's like, 
oh, okay, now I get it. And then he's like, I can build you a bigger closet. And she's like, can we, af- can we afford this? I got this. I got th- uh, Oh, okay. I'd be like, okay, if it was this easy, why are we even entertaining my budget? And then they're flames. Bu- so you dragged me around. million dollar. looking fucking apartments when you have a cool 18 million in your back pocket. With, I got this. With room for refurb, may I add. <laughs> Building your closet, hun. But also like, just, just and then it, the next scene, she's like, I got this, just like that. Poof. I got an apartment. Woo, and woo, she's woo. rubbing it in so much to her friends who've all like worked their asses off for the past. Miranda had to feck off to Brooklyn and buy like a moderate, <laughs> a moderate gaff. And like. like Charlotte got hers free and never bragged about it. She got it in the divorce. I'm worth a million. She got it in the divorce. She got the gaff. She's never like going around being like, look at my big fucking and gaff. And Harry was like, and you sat there while I couldn't afford my apartment. And then Charlotte gives her her goddamn engagement ring. Charlotte tried, and then, so then she's walking down Fifth Ave with the girdies being like and this apartment bragging 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 then Miranda, Miranda asks dinner. a perfectly acceptable question what are you going to do with yours because you know let's be real he's buying the gaff which is completely true and then she's like Miranda can't you just feel what I want you to feel jealous oh. I smacked the bitch oh, she's you so want me annoying. to feel jealous and again they were trying to like bring you back to the series where she's mm. like I keep my clothes in my kitchen I have oh, yeah. clothes in my presses like, I don't cook big uh, ones in you uh, kitchen but as we all know I keep sweaters in my oven it's like who was your shoes bitch and also that's moldy but like who what do you smell like oven just keep them in your cabinets why in your oven <laughs> I mean just like weird that's a fucking fire hazard yeah it's like Carrie we all know your apartment and there's plenty of cabinets and room for more closets and even massive closets anyway. get a few of those freestanding rails from Argos Hill. so let's wrap it up and like let's just talk about the last thing that we should obviously have to talk about is just the whole jilting thing the fact that obviously what the big storyline in the Sex and City movie is is that Carrie and Big decide to get married he says it just like that which is completely unrealistic because his whole thing was that he was against marriage he's like mm-hmm. maybe we should get married and they decide to get married. They start off with wanting a small uh, small wedding. It ends up becoming this massive, big fucking charade of a wedding. Out of his control. And he's quite visibly a bit uneasy about it. He's yeah. like, come on, I've been married before. And she's like, Oscar de la Renta. <laughs> Dior. Vera Wang. Christian Dior. <laughs> like, so, and then we see the wedding dress. And she has the bird in her head. And she has that horrible aging red lipstick on. <laughs> she looks wrong. She looks ancient. No wonder he jilted her. Like, the jilting in general was just ridiculous because he was basically not jilting he her. He wasn't jilting her, yeah. He basically he was, was trying to, he was trying to call her all the time being like, I'm really nervous. And she was like, you and me, you and me. And then he calls her. Okay, so this is how unrealistic it is. He's been calling her all day and she's not answering. I'd be like, the bitch doesn't have her phone on her. We turn. We've, we come to find out that Lily, the child, playing the children, nice cheap shot there. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, the child, has hidden the phone in her little purse. Yeah. So Carrie's not getting all these calls from Big, and then he says to her, he's like, oh, "I'm really nervous." In voicemail, um, I'm really nervous. Carrie, Carrie, answer. Carrie, I just need to hear from you. Me and you, as you said, I need to walk <laughs> in there with you. And because she gets in, this is the most. Oh, I wanted to just... throw my phone at the screen. And you want at this point, you've been gearing up for the wedding when you're watching the movie. You want them to get married. You want them you've been married. following them 
for 10 years. Like, you want to see the fucking marriage. I want to see it. he's sitting in the car. He doesn't know if she's got this voicemail. For some reason, he thinks she's got this voicemail, but not all the other voicemails that he's left her. And he's going, come on, baby, look at me. He hasn't even said that. So he's putting all the weight of their wedding (laughs) on the fact if she turns around, she thinks you're in there, hon. He wants her to look around through the tinted windows of a limousine and look at him. He's like, look at me, baby. Make sure you know it's just me and you. And then because she doesn't look at him because she's trying to get this muffin of a dress out of the car. Oh my goodness, yeah. And then he jilts her. And then, I mean, it is an iconic scene where she starts throwing the tulips at him. Now, what was interesting... You would do this to me! And it's like kind of slow-mo with the like flowers everywhere. I remember that that scene actually hit the media so we knew that that was yes, happening we knew that it was, was probably planned because they probably didn't want everyone to uh, get their hopes up maybe yeah because they probably would have got a lot of bad reviews because they were like on New York like obviously they filmed um, it on it's your it's husband big. to be and you're just you gonna not you're talk to ghosting him, him. you're ghosting not even gonna him. go you're not gonna have one meet up of what the fuck happened bitch like why did you leave Jilt me But she didn't even, even didn't Explain Like I mean It was just Hold on You're telling me That this weird Miscommunication Is now The blueprint For the whole movie Yeah And we have to see Her moany fucking face For the whole movie I remember watching it In, in the cinema And there's the scene When I think it's Samantha feeds her And there was a guy <gasps> In the cinema And we could see Samantha pick up The spoon And the guy was like no, no, no. <laughs> She's not gonna fucking feed her. She what the this movie was obviously there with this girl. Like, what are you Can't watching? Even hold you fucking it. No, that is that's the worst when they get to Mexico and then she's she lies down and she's like, close the blind they're like, it would be a beautiful sunset. She's like, close the blinds. Close the blinds. And then they close them and then she's meant to sleep for three and a half days and then run and she's like, you I couldn't sleep. No, I'd be like, let's do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but also like if you were that Traumatised You would talk to him mm. Why would you sit In that In those thoughts And those You know thinking like Oh he just fucking Did this to me Yeah You'd be looking for a conclusion Yeah you'd need Or even to your know. friends would Your friends yeah. would be ringing up And being like What the fuck did you do And yeah. then passing on the Yeah info. like they'd be At least doing something That was ridiculous And then So then she basically Goes on and lives her life And she gets this assistant Who like opens her eyes And she put- Let's talk about the bag So she finally gets her That fucking horrific bag. <sighs> My own Louis Vuitton girl And it's like It's as bulbous shit Coming out of it It is it's, the grossest ever like, Louis Vuitton I've ever seen Why would she not just buy her A classic speedy Carrie like, knows Knows bags. fashion And knows bags She'd never choose that But also what really Frustrated me with both the movies Is they're fucking Not in New York The Like Salt Like Sex and City They didn't really travel No Travel wasn't really spoken of no. Like she didn't go on that trip with Big They never really They left, never really ever. holidayed They went to the Hamptons That was about as far Which as they went Which is still in New York <laughs> Yeah exactly That's where they went they, There was no I hate there was no I think it was also uh, Probably they couldn't film it On the streets of New York Like they used to Yeah The movie It probably was hard to film it But even still Like there wasn't enough Iconic scenes In like Sitting around In the like There should have at least Been a sitting around The diner table After the jilting Okay, where they all sat around and I talked just about needed the some form problems. of realism there because yeah. just, we just didn't have it. Like I they're mean, they're in like Mexico. You never answer your fiance again. You just don't answer the phone after he jilted you. 
you didn't have any kind of cleaning up to do. Like we'd all sometimes, you know, when you break up with someone, you're like, oh, you have to do the cleaning up. Yeah. Like getting your shit from their house. Called closure for a reason, baby girl. Just like tying up loose ends. Yeah, like I wanted to. Let that. When I'd done my boyfriend, I wanted to like not ever really address it ever again. But yeah, I had to do the meetup. You have to, every single relationship end has a kind of given, if you've ended on like, you know, some way good Especially if they were like buying a house had the wedding bought like, the house who paid for the wedding like where did that do you know the kind yeah, of way, like bought the house the house was yeah, bought yeah the house was bought her manolos were still in the and it finally thing. I mean and even that like so we don't get any enjoyment mm. of their happiness which you've been waiting for from the whole season you every a, season you're you dying to glimpse of it like a tiny moment that they're this perfectly blissful they've been in the successful not you know keeping in the lines with the shagging yeah. and all and then it's like doesn't talk to him They bump into each other At the house And it's all Amazing again Or do you know so what there's no conclusion <clears throat> Do you know what my worst bit was So that They're, they're The end of how they um, Got back together Or how she ended up being like Oh my god I love him still Was that she got her Assistant To make sure all of his emails Go to junk mail In her email box And she ends up reali- Like she ends up He's like Why didn't you answer my emails Or some shit like that and What? She fi- figures it out Sorry <clears throat> She basically gets uh, the password, goes in, and instead of him literally writing her an email <laughs> saying, like, I didn't have cold feet. Well, I did have cold feet, but I was never going to jail to you. Like, everything you want to hear. Yeah. He transcribes a book that she was reading earlier on the movie of love letters. And she's like, and there it was, Voltaire. Shakespeare like it's like that. It's like, so that is the laziest shit. He would just have to copy and paste it. Love letters And she's like There it was All the grades There were all the words He didn't have to say And then he's like Ever line Ever line <laughs> Ever hours I might say The amount of fucking weddings The year oh after that That had God, that Ever line Ever no 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 Fucking God like, So you're gonna tell me You could not talk to him for a year And the closure you need Is him Transcribing a book of love because letters. you were both reading in bed with your glasses, which on. was like kind of looked like a throwaway moment. It wasn't even a like. It but wasn't it even also like he... showed their closeness. Oh, so yeah. surely that closeness would translate into like <laughs> knowing that you can talk to. Like she would have, if you're close to someone like that, and you would know that he was going dealing with his stresses of not feeling fully into this massive big wedding charade. But she just, you know, it's just mm. it just didn't make sense. Especially because Carrie historically. And famously Was always so overly in tune With Big's emotions And again She'd been through that mm. Same with like Steve and Miranda Like they'd been through Breakups like yeah. this Like Was normal Like she knew yeah. Big For that long Yeah yeah And she yeah. knew that he had Issues with marriage Yeah And then obviously He married Natasha And that was yeah. the whole thing But like She knows this is his third marriage Like <laughs> Like <laughs> She just hit the ground running. She was like, yeah, Vogue is covering it, by the way. Yeah, and I'm in Vogue. It was so weird. I remember the big differentiation for me with the series to the movie was so much product placement. There was never any product placement apart from, like, the high designer. It was, but, so, like, it was, it was so weird seeing, like, all the products and seeing them, like, in shops with all the, like, labels. Mm. It was just so weird. But I kind of found that interesting. But, um, yeah, it was just such a letdown, that whole thing. And just, like... Fucking seeing her moan, <laughs> her big mopey face on her mopey face. The like the only realistic, and I'll just this is just I mean I'm, it's at a stretch, but I, the one scene that I remember when I saw it 
I think I might have rewatched it after a breakup or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's real." You know, when you've just been crying for days, and she gets to she gets to uh, Mexico, and she takes her sunglasses up, and she just looks in bits, mm. like she looks so bad. I'm like, I know that feeling. Where you know you had a, a fight with your boyfriend or a big breakup, or your boyfriend yeah. you've been crying for days, and you just look in the mirror, and you're like, "I've never fucking looked uglier." Yeah, Dear yeah, God, that was realistic. Look. And she just she actually acts it well. She's like. She looks at herself But the right but it just wasn't enjoyable To watch no. that Because like The fun of Sex and City Was the like th- They never really delved Into breakups that much we, That was the longest Kind of breakup mm. we had Like I remember When her and Aiden broke up It was like a very quick scene Of her being like I peeled myself off the floor Like we never really like And the same with the first big one There's that one episode Where she's like the exquisite pain yeah, wanting someone so, so unattainable but like but it was like yeah. him her waving him off out mm. the window and then she's grand the next episode and she's dating away Do you know oh no, I mean? no 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 remember the fur coach she goes to the big yankee game she's really upset she keeps thinking she's gonna see him and then that she whole cries. episode yeah. but i mean still it was like a fun no, episode right. it was yeah. enjoying watching yeah. her going to the ball game she looked and her friends were just episode. like she cool. goes out on the date with the guy yeah do you know what I mean? No, like I mean, totally. Yeah, we never delved into like any of them crying, no, and actually having a realistic breakup for ages. So it just didn't really make sense. It just didn't translate. But yeah, so I mean, we're probably at the end of the app now. But go watch the movie because it watch is the just movie. gas. If you watch it, because I think I when I first when it first came out, like I said, like had been dying for this. Yeah, had been four years without Second City, which was my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put. You know Just had such high expectations And when I saw it It was going to be a letdown No matter what I think because mm. it's different And I think a lot of the time A series to a movie Is a bit of a letdown Because you have like It's just It's different And everyone has their own Expectations and stuff And um But watch it, rewatching it On Netflix oh. Was like ass I was like, like was I hadn't watched gas. it In so long And then when you were like I'm watching it over lunch I think I just I think it was right after my surgery I think I was just doing May had watched all. it And she's like I randomly watched The Second <clears> City <throat> movie And I was like Oh that's it. Like it's way because like I I have not watched Sex and City I was only saying this to Jenny mm. the other day Since the whole argument went down With Samantha Kim Cattrall And SJP I have and I've thoroughly enjoyed it It fecked me up hun Yeah I don't know I just went back in there And now I'm just back in the fantasy And I know we'll get a load of questions And we'll just answer it here Everyone's always like Where do you watch Sex and the City? There's a few ways A few routes you can go down You can It's hard to get streaming links Number two Every single charity shop in Ireland has the se- some yeah. Sex in the City box set in it. And number three, Now TV uh, is like um, Netflix kind of thing and it has every single episode. And you get the entertainment quality. thing. I haven't got that yet, but I used to watch it online, but it seems like they've taken yeah. most of the episodes off. HBO. You can't watch it for free anymore, which is annoying. They've really like pulled them all somehow from the internet which is annoying it is so watch the movie let us know what you think let us know what you think anyway if you have watched the movie recently especially since it's just coming on Netflix and make sure to enter our competition if you've bought our merch yes can't wait to see your pics we will see you all next week bye guys even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.